It's Tuesday, May 2nd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden announced plans to lift the COVID-19 vaccination requirement for federal employees on Monday. The White House said the vaccination requirement would end for federal employees and contractors on May 11th when the national coronavirus emergency is also due to end. It also applies to international travelers. While vaccination remains one of the most important tools in advancing the health and safety of employees and promoting the efficiency of workplaces, we are now in a different phase of our response when these measures are no longer necessary, the White House said. The administration said it is also starting a process to end vaccination requirements for Head Start educators, centers for Medicare and Medicaid services certified healthcare facilities, and certain foreign nationals at the land border. The U.S. Travel Association welcomed the policy change on Monday, saying in a statement that the decision eases a significant entry barrier for many global travelers. In other news, a windstorm in central Illinois kicked up dangerous clouds of blinding dust off farm fields Monday, causing numerous crashes that killed at least six people on Interstate 55, police said. The late morning crashes involved 40 to 60 cars and multiple tractor trailers, two of which caught fire, Illinois State Police Major Ryan Sterick said. He said at least six people died, all in the northbound lanes, and more than 30 people on both sides of I-55 were transported to hospitals with injuries. I-55 was shut down in both directions in Montgomery County, 75 miles north of St. Louis, and likely won't reopen until today. Sterick told reporters that it was a spring version of a whiteout situation typically seen in winter snowstorms. Around the world, Russia launched its second large salvo of missiles at Ukraine in recent days early Monday, damaging buildings, killing two people, and wounding 40 in the eastern city of Pavlorod, but failing to hit Kyiv. Air raid sirens began blaring across the capital about 3.45 a.m., followed by explosions as Ukrainian defense systems intercepted missiles. Eighteen cruise missiles were fired from the Murmansk and Caspian regions, and 15 of them were intercepted, according to the Ukrainian Armed Forces Commander-in-Chief. The head of Kyiv City Administration, Serhiy Popko, said all missiles fired at the city were shot down, as well as some drones. He did not provide further details. The attack follows Friday's launch of more than 20 cruise missiles and two explosive drones at Ukraine, the first to target Kyiv in nearly two months. Meanwhile, the White House said Monday it now estimates that just since December, Russia has suffered 100,000 casualties, including more than 20,000 killed as Ukraine has rebuffed a heavy assault by Russian forces in eastern Ukraine. In what has become a grinding war of attrition, the fiercest battles have been in the eastern Donetsk region, where Russia is struggling to encircle the city of Bakhmut in the face of dogged Ukrainian defense. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said the U.S. estimate is based on newly declassified American intelligence. He did not detail how the intelligence community derived that number. General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said in November that Russia had suffered well over 100,000 killed or wounded in the first eight months of the war. The new figures suggest that Russian losses have dramatically accelerated in recent months. And... A Minnesota man who immigrated to the U.S. and built a successful food business was named Monday 
as the National Small Business Person of the Year. The honor for Abdirahman Kahin, CEO and owner of Afro Deli and Grill in St. Paul, was announced at an awards ceremony in Washington, D.C., marking National Small Business Week. Kahin, who immigrated to the U.S. in 1996, opened Afro Deli and Grill in 2014 as a fast, casual restaurant serving healthy, fresh African fusion cuisine. Afro Deli and Grill now supplies eight stores in the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. The business also partners with Meals on Wheels and Minnesota Central Kitchen to provide home-delivered meals to vulnerable community members. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.